You know, Dawn, I was thinking, this is actually the second time we've tried recording this episode. Yes. Uh, so today we're going to be doing, you know, who would win in a fight. This is technically part one, but part <laughs> two already aired a few episodes ago because my friend Dan and I recorded it and we were actually doing... Um, you know, of course, Voltron versus different Transformers. Yep. So I think I'm going to take the – maybe I'll take the advice of the people who, you know, decided to line up for Firefly and do things out of continuity. So, like, now, whenever I'm going to do a two-part episode, I think I'll, like, do part two first, and then we'll then we'll, we'll air part one, like, a few weeks later. What do you think? So this is Fox, basically. Yes, yeah, I'm going to basically be Fox, uh, Fox Network, where I'm going to – okay, let's see, we've got – Continuity here. Ah, what the ah, screw. So continuity. this is the pilot. This is the pilot. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna do that halfway through the season. Or actually, Steve and I we talked about, and we did an episode on Firefly, mm-hmm. and I forgot where they, where they put the pilot in the series. To the point where it didn't even make sense. It was way too late into the sh- into the series. To- yeah. Which is why I'm glad that I, when I uh, started watching Firefly, I had the DVD set because like, okay, this is the air date. But this is the order in which you mm-hmm. are supposed to watch these episodes. Yep. So, oh, hi there. Um, my name is Al from Point of Insanity Game Studio, and joining me today is Dawn. How are you today, Dawn? I am pretty good, because I'm not working today. Yes, it is a nice, lovely, rainy Saturday here in northeast Wisconsin. And I'm here at your house and instead of at home yes, you're over here at Skype. My house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so hopefully we won't have the technical issue that messed up the last one, because... Right. Where when we as I mentioned before, when we first started recording this episode, there was just some clicking sound every few. Yeah, it was goofy. But so some of you may remember Dawn from movies like The Pizza That Destroyed Manhattan, uh, Jenna Eats a Sandwich, and My Goldfish is a Serial Killer Wielding an Axe. What? I don't know. I just pulled that out of the thin air. Okay. No, seriously, you may remember <laughs> Dawn has been uh, in a couple of episodes with me already. She's helped me with a couple episodes on comic books. Yep. She's a comic book geek. and I Yeah, I just spent like $70 at the comic store yesterday, <laughs> so they're happy about that, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they are. And, yeah, didn't your husband just recently – I saw your Facebook post. Um, <laughs> okay, tell us about what your husband did that was totally awesome. Um, He bought me a, a Deadpool chimichanga truck uh, from the, the Pop Figures thing okay, yeah. um, at the comic shop yesterday, but I also then bought my stack of comics because I had to go pick up my subscription stuff out of my box yesterday. But yeah, and then I took it out of the box, and anybody that just says collections <laughs> just like keeled over, but to me, it's a toy. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at yours, going with their toys. Yeah, I've says, got... look at L, who says, "Can I bring my Transformers over and play too?" <laughs> yes, because uh, in my office here, I've got a few of my Transformers that I just kind of randomly swap out on display, and uh, I've got a couple up there that I haven't taken out of the box yet. But I know I'm. I, I always wish when I was a kid that like I would have enough where I always wish I could get two of each toy, like you know, one to play with and one to keep in the box. But oh well. Here's the thing. They're toys. I don't care about... I, I really yes. don't care. It's it's going to go on a shelf shortly anyway, but it's out, and I tormented my cats with them for an hour or so. <laughs> Deadpool, I have pictures of him chasing my cats so, around the house. what is it with Deadpool and chimichangas? Because there's a series that we're going to talk a little bit about later called Death Battle, and they had one, uh, Deadpool versus uh, Deathstroke, mm-hmm. and he was mentioning something about chimichangas at the end of it. So what is it with... 
Deadpool and chimichangas. There is, uh, you have to follow the series. Tacos, chimichangas. There's a girl that runs a taco or chimichanga truck that he's he talks about in many of the series, the various series that he's part of. It's just an ongoing thing for many of the stories. Plus, chimichangas are tasty. Yes. When done correctly, so yes, are chimichangas are tasty. Yes. Basically, Tex-Mex and Mexican food is tasty. That's really yes. where you got to leave it, right there. Exactly, and I have to say, I like, when it comes to fast food, if I have to eat fast food Mexican, I always prefer Taco John's as opposed to Taco Bell. I have a Taco John's by my house. It's dangerous. Yeah, they they, they do some good stuff, but we're getting off topic already, but... <laughs> Geeks to... digress, are you kidding? Oh, gee, that's never <laughs> happened on mine. You've listened to my episodes, you know I that do. never happens. I listen to them like garden. <laughs> Yay! So... Now that we've gone on for about fi- almost five minutes here, on to today's topic, and that is who would win in a fight, part one. Yes, we know part two has already aired. We've, we've, we've gone over that. So, And I don't have my notes, so this is going to be fantastic on my side. That's okay. I got, <laughs> yeah, Dawn's going to be kind of winging it here, drawing from her vast pool of comic lore, which is much greater than mine. So who would win in a fight? This is something that geeks and nerds, comic book fans, have debated on the schoolyard for forever, or at least as long as comic book characters have been around. Schoolyard, cubicles, so, dinner, yep, D&D. Yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a – and of course this is something that has made its way into culture. Again, we mentioned Death Battle. It's a web series. Now, I know I posted that link to Deadpool versus Deathstroke. Yep. Did you ever watch that? Or? Nope. <laughs> I forgot. You should do it. it is, I know. It's funny. Maybe we'll do that when we're done recording. Um, but what they do with Death Battle is they take two pop culture icons and they, you know, they analyze their their weapons and skills and stuff. It's kind of like, I don't know if you remember the Deadliest Warrior TV show that they used to have on Spike. Yeah. Where Deadliest Warrior, for the first season, it was stuff like Spartan versus Ninja or... Yeah. They had Viking versus Samurai. I watched it at that point, and then it started to get ridiculous later on, and then I stopped watching it. Because after this, the one-on-ones, and they started to move more, in the second season, they started to move more to, like, small team fights. Mm -hmm. Like, they had Billy the Kid and his gang versus Al Capone and his gang. And then they moved to historical figures. Like, they had one, like, George Washington and four of the soldiers of the Continental Army versus... Napoleon and four soldiers from the Army Royale or whatever it was, his Imperial Army, and they also did like oh, what was the guy who wrote Art of War? Uh, Sun Tzu. Or, Sun Tzu. Yeah, yeah, they had Sun Tzu versus Vlad, Vlad the Impaler, and all sorts of other stuff like that. And but so Death Battle kind of follows an odd comparison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vlad Depish versus Sun Tzu. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think won that fight? Um, I'm going to go with that guy who likes to put head on spikes. Yes, he actually won. In, <laughs> the inventor um, of the lawn ornament. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually had him win. I forgot the... I forgot why they justified why he won, but he won. I thought, yeah, the Art of War guy should have won. Because, you know, have, have you ever seen the um, Team Fortress 2? They have the videos for Meet the Different Characters and, uh, you know, the one for Meet the Soldiers, like... You know, if if fighting is sure to in, in result in victory, then you must fight. Shun Tzu said that. He knows more about battle than you do. He invented battle, and then he perfected it, so no man could best him in the ring of honor. But anyways. <laughs> so that's kind of what Death Battle does. Like I said, they've done things like Luke Skywalker versus Harry Potter. Uh, they did Lex Luthor versus Iron Man. 
Of course, Deadpool versus Deathstroke. Uh, their most anticipated episode, Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man. Well, they did do Spider-Man versus Batman, but their most anticipated one was Superman versus Goku. And I remember they were saying before that episode, it's like everyone kept bugging them about it, and finally they did it, and they're like, yes, it's finally over. Now we don't have to hear about it again. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, another good one, Starscream versus Rainbow Dash. Blink. 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 <laughs> I'll show it to you later if you want. No. Okay. No. I'm, I'm good, thanks. Try to quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Death Battle isn't the only pop culture battles we've seen. A uh, good example, Super Smash Brothers. I mean, mm-hmm. I believe you've played some of the Super I Smash have. Brothers. Oh, that's great. Oh, they're they're good games. I personally like Brawl the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people say that Melee is the best, but I haven't played it too much. I kind of enjoy that one when I'm having when I just really. But you need, I think, all, I think you need actually need four people to play that one though, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Well, the thing I like about Brawl so much is it has the story mode. Yeah. And the story mode is just a lot of fun, and you know it's fun to play with, you know, just by yourself. Or my son actually likes playing story mode too. Yeah. So uh, that's a fun game. Um, the, you know, again, kind of does the same thing because you're taking characters from different series. Uh, and, you know, like you can do Mario versus Pikachu or Link versus Ike from Fire Emblem, whatever. They did the specialty Soul Calibers that brought in some of the um, Star Wars oh, yeah, and right. Nintendo characters for a while there. Well, uh, I know they had Darth Vader and Yoda. Who else there did they was have? Uh, the Wii version, I believe, had Link in it. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they actually were going to have Link in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but they ended up taking it out because I guess... The the demo of it where they were you know doing the testing and the tech demo, it was running on Sony hardware. And Nintendo didn't like the idea of their you know Link being on uh, Sony hardware. And I think they were also going to have Samus Aran on there as well. Mm-hmm. So that would have been kind of interesting. And of course in Street Fighting games, there have actually been several examples I can think of. Uh, Marvel vs. Cap- Capcom. Yep. yep. Um, Street Fighter vs. X-Men. Kind of a spin-off of... Well, actually I think... Street Fighter vs. X-Men came before Marvel vs. Capcom. I think Capcom. so, yeah. Yeah. And then they had Marvel vs. I'm sorry, not Marvel. DC vs. Mortal Kombat, which I haven't played it. I've only seen the story modes for it on... I haven't even seen that one. I've heard of it. To me, that's like a mythical legend. Like, I don't, I've never actually seen anybody even play it. I'm like, does it even exist? Well, yeah, go to YouTube and just look for Marvel... Or, I'm sorry, why do I keep saying Marvel? Because Marvel's better. <laughs> DC vs. Mortal that? Kombat story <laughs> mode or walkthrough. Yeah. And it actually tells a pretty cool story. The The story behind it is that in one universe, Superman is defeating Darkseid as he's trying to go into a boom tube. And in another universe, uh, Raiden is blasting Shao Kahn as he's trying to enter a portal. So since these are happening at the same time, it causes some sort of a rift where effect where well actually not a really rift effect some kind of effect where the universes start to merge so you have characters when you start out you choose whether you want to do the marvel side or the dc side and wow why do i keep marvel versus dc would be a fun game that's kind of like the current marvel like comic plot with yeah. secret wars right now honestly but <laughs> but yeah you have like you choose you want whether you want to be the mortal Kombat side or yeah. the dc side and i actually really like how it works because for example if you choose the DC side, you start out playing as Flash, and then you do like 
three or four fights with Flash, and then you move to, a, I think, Batman's the next character, and then you do, like, a couple of fights as Batman, and then you move on to the new character. So you get to play a lot of the, you know, you get to play most of the characters in story mode. So I think that's pretty cool. And that's not the only game that's done that. I know there's uh, the new Mortal Kombat games have done that as well. Another example, would you consider Godzilla vs. King Kong to kind of be the same thing? Uh, well, maybe. But I think I, Godzilla vs. King Kong, my brain goes to the game Rampage. God, <laughs> yes. that game was fun. It was. Oh. It is. It was an awesome game. Um, <laughs> and I think then King Kong is the one that won in that one, right? Well, you could do team fights, you know what I mean, up and down. Well, I mean in the movie King oh, Kong vs. Godzilla. It, I don't think I saw it. I'm terrible that way. Yeah, because I've, I've heard for years there have been rumors of... There's been rumors that, okay, there's a Japanese version, and then there's an American version of Godzilla vs. King Kong, where, of course, in the American version, Don, I almost said Donkey Kong. King Kong wins, and then the Japanese version, Godzilla wins, but I guess that's been proven false that, no, unfortunately, there is only one version of that movie, but who do you think would win, uh, Godzilla or King Kong? Probably King Kong. I think Godzilla. Godzilla's taller, and he can breathe atomic fire. What does Donkey Kong do? Or, ah, there I did it again. What, is, what does King Kong do? He climbs buildings and punches down planes. Yeah. And that's about it. Monkeys are more agile, or gorillas are more agile. Yeah. But I say, I think there is a big size difference where I think... Um, like, isn't King Kong only, like, 25, 30 feet tall? And I think Godzilla's, like, 100 feet tall. <laughs> and I'm five foot two, and they put me next to our friend Paul, who's, what, <laughs> like, six, four, six, five, and I can dive between his legs and punch him in the <laughs> junk and take him out. So, really, you got to think about okay. sizes and everything, Al. <laughs> yes, that's true. Size doesn't always matter. <laughs> Did that come out wrong? Size doesn't always... Okay, well, we're talking about our friend Paul and his junk, and then we're talking about size not mattering. Okay, that took a sour turn, but anyways. I'll take an entendre and make it a double. Okay. <laughs> so, and, of course, the whole, whole who would win in a fight thing has been thoroughly explored in comic books. And, yep. Uh, what are some of your favorite comic book series that you've seen do this? Oh, my goodness. There are so many of them. It's insane. Am I following any right now? Hold on, my, I've like I've I just had a list of like sixty four comics I'm following right now. I'm not even joking. It's yeah. spreadsheet form. Um, Is that how many comic book series you read that you have to do? You have to keep them on a spreadsheet. I I I okay. We're gonna digress for a second. I have a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet that has tabs, and they the tabs are in order. Dark Horse has their own tab. Okay, DC has their own tab. The Vertigo has to have their own tab, even though they're still spit, technically a spin off of DC again. I guess they rebought Vertigo or whatever. I don't know. And then um, Image Comics, because even though they they I get so many of theirs in their own tab. Other indies are all on their own on tab. Then there's Marvel. Okay, <laughs> and what I'm following is highlighted in a certain color, and one week their new issues are coming out. But because it's convention season, I had to send a list of everything to the comic shop so they make sure that everything that I'm ah. following, when new ones come out, they can put them in my subscription box. Otherwise, they were only following like 20 of mine to keep them going in there, and I would just look at the new release wall and pull everything else. Well, I can't keep up now. So, yeah, well, they're okay. split. I keep some. I keep an access database of my Transformer collection, so I, I, I can't really I can't really make fun of you for being You geeky. need to look at my comics database. You would just look at it and shake your head. <laughs> it's alphabetized and the issues and it's just insane. I'm like yes. 
people are like, you can put that online for free. And I'm like, I'm, but then it's online and in the cloud and not on my computer exactly. where I can't access it without the internet. <laughs> and one thing that you actually mentioned, um, oh yeah, did you have any other, because I know, know you said you weren't following any right now. The main ones I can think of off the top of my head would be like Robocop vs. Terminator mm -hmm. and of course Aliens vs. Predator. Archie vs. Predator is a thing right now. Seriously. I'm not following it, but I've seen it. It's apparently a huge thing right now and people oh, are geez. loving it. Kind of want to read it. I'm waiting for the trade paperback. So how would they even do that artistic style? Do they, like, do Archie in, like, a realistic, gritty sci-fi style? I don't know. Or... Dark Horse Comics is putting it out. That I'm not be sure weird. how, because Archie is, it's like, Archie Comics. They must be partnering. But, yeah, yeah it's, it, I kind of, there's a perverse part of me that really wants to know how Archie versus Predator is happening. I'm just wondering how they would do the art style, because it's, like, two different art styles. So, like I said, would you be drawing Archie in a gritty sci-fi style, or would you be drawing the, because Archie's been around since, what, like, the 50s? Yeah. Or would you be drawing, like, the Predators in, like, a 50s-style comic book? I, everything's all bright and colorful. I think it, I don't even know. I haven't. The, it's weird. Because you can get variant covers, and all I've seen is the cover art. The cover okay. art changes, so I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Good. <laughs> so another thing that you actually mentioned, uh, Super Fight, a card game. Yep. So how does that game work? Um, there, there's official rules, and there's house rules. And I've only ever played by house rules, because I only ever have a couple people around. Mm -hmm. So, um... You can change like the last time we the only the last time we played we had five people. Mm -hmm. Well, it's hard to play with a group that small with the official rules. So, um, and you can go on the website superfight or the superfight.com and look. There's so many variants of the rules, like Cards Against Humanity and Apples yeah. to Apples. You just basically work with whatever works for you. For ours is and there's there's decks of cards. There's the white cards and the black cards. And off the top of my head, I can't remember which is which. Our variant that we did is we basically just did a battle royale each time because instead of having a judge and then person on each side would com would compete and have the judge decide, we just basically let everybody battle each other. And you will pick your type of person card, and then you would pick out of your, your hand um, what their superpower would be, and then you would lay them down, and everybody would basically argue why they were going to beat so-and-so. And we would just, process of elimination, pull people out because okay. we had five. And then if you had, like, you couldn't decide, then you had your, uh, like, decision card, you'd pull an extra power, and that would add it on top, and then that would help. Okay. Pull it out. So we just did a battle royale, basically. But, yeah, house rules, you make them up. It gets insane. It's fun. <laughs> okay, so Dawn actually did bring her uh, Super Fight cards, so she can kind of tell me a little bit about how this works, because I saw an online video, so I know a little bit about how the game works. How do you want me to do this? Ah, just toss me a few cards, and we'll just kind of see what they say. And All right, so oh, there's a bunch of blank ones in here. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Okay, so how we did it, house rules. T pick three cards from each deck. Okay, so three black. Since there's only two of us. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I would do a dealer, but there's only two of us. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and we're just doing this just kind of for fun here. Yeah. So, ooh, this is interesting. Okay. jeez. Oh, <laughs> Okay. okay. So now, um, pick one of your white cards and one of your black cards. Oh, I know which one I'm choosing here. Okay, and then pair it, and then pair them together, and then we're gonna basically battle them against each other. I didn't get the expansion pack for scenarios; they were out of stock. Oh. So when that happens, I will have a scenario expansion pack where we can say like up a building and stuff like that. So. Okay. Uh, let's see. That actually sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> I got mine. You've lost already. I know. I have. The most awesome combination 
on on these two cards right in my hand here. I don't know. You who's going? Who's okay, so now we plop, throw down the cards. You tell me what you got first. What do you got? Justin Bieber is rabid. You lose. Are you sure? Because I've got a swarm of killer bees that are armed with a rocket launcher. How are bees going to use a rocket launcher? They uh, become anthropomorphic and they just kind of hold it. Or are you saying it's going to be kind of like the you know they become all bee lifting. man? Okay, it's a swarm. I, I still think that I don't see how. A swarm of killer bees could uh, could use a rocket launcher. How are they going to aim and pull the trigger? You would be surprised what killer bees can do. Those Africanized killer bees, I mean, they will swarm around a house and wait for you to leave well, so they can take you down. I'm using a house rule. I am bringing in a tag team partner, a leprechaun <laughs> armed with a bow with unlimited arrows. Okay, well, then that, that means I'm bringing in a shark that can teleport but goes blind for 10 seconds after each use. <laughs> I still think I'm going to win because while your shark could teleport, it's going to be blind for 10 seconds. And then, you know, while it's, it's, while it's blind, you know, my, my leprechaun could shoot it with its bow with unlimited arrows or rabid Justin Bieber could go berserk and, you know, like sing it a song and make it want to kill itself. That's how Justin Bieber's going to win. He's going to sing a song. And he's going to sing that, baby, 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 so baby, baby. Don't he's ever sing, sing again, Al. Okay, well, <laughs> Justin Bieber is going to sing his song, Baby. And that's going to make your swarm of killer bees. Commit sedicu. Yes. <laughs> and then your shark is going gonna, is gonna to teleport itself somewhere safe. That's why I said I win because no one wants to listen to Justin Actually, Bieber. the shark's going to commit sedicu by eating the killer bee. <laughs> Well, well, just for fun, what was your third pairing? My third pairing was alarmingly accurate. Martha Stewart is really, really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gandhi can control machines. Well, you Maybe. think about it. Maybe. You think about it. Okay, if you had Martha Stewart, she's usually in a kitchen surrounded by kitchen utensils. They're kind of machines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> Gandhi, since Martha Stewart is really, really <laughs> stupid, he could tell... Martha Stewart to stick her hand in the blender, and while her hand's in the blender, Gandhi can I think see, I saw that movie on Lifetime once. <laughs> Martha Stewart sticking her hand in a blender, or Gandhi controlling machines? Uh, yes. I don't okay. know. I don't know. So, but yeah, while her hand is in there, he could command the blender to start going, and then like it would, you know. And since Martha Stewart is really, really stupid, she wouldn't think to unplug it. There you go. Okay. So, who won this one? Viewers uh, I'm there, gonna listeners. Go, yeah. yeah, if you so so if we were actually playing a real game, we would have a third person then who would go like, "Okay, well, let's see. I think that, you know, yeah. whoever would have won." Yeah. I mean, and like I said, there's so many variants on the rules depending upon how big your group is, what mm -hmm. kind of group you're playing with. I mean, if you have a group that's really really vocal and arguing, you might that that argues a lot louder, you might change the rules based on that. We had a group that was kind of um, quiet, mm. and you know, therefore the battle royale worked a lot better. It well, just kind of—it really depends on who you're playing with. You know, you judge your audience, you base it on your audience, your group. Well, still, I mean, I could see how that super fight would be a good game because even if you're not, you know, playing it competitively, it's still kind of a fun thing. Just okay, draw cards, throw it out. Okay, Gandhi controlling machines or a really really stupid Martha Stewart. Who would win? Mm -hmm. Well, and it's great because it's not super vulgar. Because Cards Against Humanity, while fun, when you play with the same people, you just get sick of it after a while. Uh, 
Yeah, I've never so. played Cards Against Humanity, so I'm not sure how that oh, works. Oh, it gets re... It, because I have the original Super Vulgar deck, they've kind of toned it way down, um, which is... It's fine, but it, after a while, it, it gets old. So. Yeah. Well, on to today's topic. Finally. Since we're about <laughs> 25 minutes or so into the show, almost 25 minutes. Okay, so who would win in a fight? So Dawn and I had made a list. We talked about different people who, different characters who we think would win. And actually, let's start with one that we didn't really prepare for since you're kind of doing this off the cuff. And yeah. We didn't, when we did our original try, we didn't mention this, and I don't know why I didn't think of it. Mr. Fantastic mm-hmm. versus, I think it's the Elastic Man or Plastic Man. I forgot which because I know there's a couple different. This is the one where he's got like the sunglasses and he's dressed oh. in like a yellow and orange suit or like yellow and red suit. Okay. So these are ones where, again, both these guys are stretchy. They can... Right, right, right. Because, yeah, Mr. Fantastic from Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, And then... The other guy, was he on the team? I'm trying to remember. Uh, he was with the Justice League every now and then. Oh, yeah. Because I know his background, he was a former criminal. Right. But while they were, I believe he was like a safe cracker, and what he they were doing is they were robbing some, I guess, I think they were like robbing some sort of chemicals, and he got shot. Or no, I think they were robbing, a, he was robbing a bank with some other people, and he got shot. And then he somehow got doused with some sort of experimental chemicals, which when it entered his body through the 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 bloodstream, mm-hmm. through the, the gunshot wound, it basically turned his entire body into this like elastic, flexible material. So he's not technically he's not really organic anymore. He's just kind of this sentient blob of silly putty. Um so he's actually has quite a few powers that he can use other than elongating like he's been known to, uh, you know, bulk up to use. Actually, let's consult Wikipedia, <laughs> since that's where I got some of my information. And uh, I know this is where, you know, we're probably going to be different with where we get our information because yeah. Dawn, of course, being a huge comic book fan, probably <laughs> has read some of this stuff. But I know he did have that criminal background, and not only that, he, you know, he's been he's done stuff like added muscle mass to make himself stronger. Right. Um, I think they pretty much said that he is immortal because what happens is, okay, it's not Elastic Man. Plastic Man it must be then. Like I said, sorry, just doing a, a search. Yep, Plastic Man. That guy. Oh, okay. DC Comics. So yeah, it was an older one from the 40s and... So, okay, let's see what else he was in. Uh, he was Justice League. I'm not too familiar with him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I remember he may have been on Super Friends. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but... Well, here is uh, his powers. Again, he's, he's malleable. Uh, density control. He can become dense as a rock or flexible as a rubber band. Uh, he can alter his size. He can shapeshift. Uh, he's supposed to be superhumanly agile. Again, he can become stronger by adding more muscle mass. Changes color, but it's pretty much limited to just red and yellow uh, and black. I think uh, the combination of his, you know, his colors. Uh, he's supposed to be really invulnerable. Where, again, because his body is malleable, his body can 
absorb attacks from like blunt force and bullets and such. Uh, he can regenerate because, again, since his body is so malleable, he can replace molecules. I guess that's how they describe it. Uh, he's immune to telepathy. Yep, there he is. Immortal does not appear to age. And if he does, it's slower because uh, they say that in one Justice League story arc, he was discovered to have survived 3,000 years being scattered into his component molecules at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Let's see Mr. Fantastic do that. I know. I'm trying to pull up. Um, the problem is with all of the different levels of Marvel M. Like, are we looking at Earth 616? What are we looking at that here? That is true. Well, we'll just assume kind of the mainstream um, yeah. Mr. Fantastic. And again, he was a former thief. So I, his only real, I believe his only real weakness is just temperature change. Yeah. Because obviously if he gets frozen, then he's going to be easy to shatter. And I think Mr. Fantastic actually has the same weakness. Yeah. Well, okay. We've got, well, Mr. Mr. Fantastic, a.k.a. Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, genius level intellect. Superhuman elasticity. I love that malleability and endurance. Shape-shifting. Uh, resistance to physical assaults and electricity, virtual immunity to psychic powers. Yeah, and I believe Mr. Fantastic also has like a black belt in judo, because I was reading about uh, his some of his powers and such. But I, I think I think they other than that they pretty much have a fairly similar move set or power set where I believe Mr. Fantastic can also do the same thing where he can increase his strength a little bit by adding more muscle mass. Now, I'm not sure if Mr. Fantastic is considered entirely just, again, kind of this mass of silly putty, or if it's just that his bone and muscle tissue and stuff. Actually, well, maintaining physical form requires concentration. Like, it actually wears him out to stay physically normal. What actually, what was I reading? There was an issue of something I was reading. Oh, um, an issue of Silk? Yes. An issue of Silk, which is part of the new Expanded Spider-Verse, which if you're into Spider-Man, you'd probably like the Expanded Spider-Verse. I don't like Spider-Man, but I like the Expanded Spider-Verse. Anyway, I digress. One of the Spider-Mans, I don't think it's Miles, and I don't think it's Peter. I have not no the, idea. Not the ultimate one. I have no <laughs> idea, which he's not, he doesn't show up in the Silk very, in Silk very often, but it might be Miles. Takes her to the Fantastic Four for help in her training, and you, it's just hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. So he's, he goes into great detail about how difficult it is to not turn into a puddle of nothing. <laughs> so who do you think would win if we took Mr. or if we took Plastic Man against Mr. Fantastic? Well, they're actually pretty equally matched in a lot of yeah. ways. Plastic Man's got his criminal background, but then again, Reed Richards is a lot smarter, I think. And not only that, I think he would probably have a little bit better of a fighting ability. Mm-hmm. Because, again, who does he usually go against? You know, Dr. Doom. Right. So that's where I think that, I know, I would have to say, I think Mr. Fantastic would have the advantage just because of his intelligence. But he's all, but Reed or Mr. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic, um, with, as known as the one of the, actually the most, one of the most intelligent char- characters in the Marvel Universe, like, period. We look at everything, he's got his doctorates and everything in. Yeah, mathematics, physics, physics, engineering. Yeah, he's like up there, like seriously. Boom. And I'm going to put on a personal touch on this one. Mr. Fantastic wins because I got my picture taken with him. <laughs> so he gets me behind him. With the guy who played him in the 
in the, Ian Griffud. <laughs> oh, in the in the in the movies before they're now rebooting them. <laughs> okay, so I was trying because I know that they originally they did make a Fantastic Four movie. I think back in like the nineties. The, Which supposedly was pretty horrible. The, the, there's the two of their most recent two. There's the new one that's coming out that looks they're like the kid they look like little kids that are playing them. Mm-hmm. But no, Ian Griffud. So and it's what, yeah. What is your opinion on it? Because one of the things I know that has been somewhat controversial is with the new Fantastic Four movies, they're making Johnny Storm black. The oh, the new one that's coming out. Yes. I honestly don't care. Yeah. Uh, my bigger issue is that there is no way these, like, 18- and 19-year-old actors have doctorates in anything. Yeah. That's my bigger issue. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I don't do. care about the race or any of that. I'm like, these are kids. There's yeah. no way they have multiple doctorates. Yeah, because I guess the way I see it is, I, I know, I hate it when they take, you know, characters that are supposed to be older, like... I, I believe uh, Susan Storm was actually pretty young when she first met Mr. Uh, when she first met Reed. Mm-hmm. But I know, yeah, Reed again. He's this expert in several disciplines. He, I believe, even at the start of the the Fantastic Four comics, he was, you know, he had advanced degrees in like one or two fields. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he should be older. Right. Um, I, I would say thirties at the at the least. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's they, they they made them way too young, but they're trying to appeal to a younger crowd. But yeah, whatever. And that's be, I I okay, to be honest, what a lot of pe- people that are being rational about it think is this is Fox really trying to hold the end of their because uh, they have the rights to X Men and the Fantastic Four, and the they were starting to lose their um, so their, their rights on them, so they got to quick get a movie quick, out. We gotta so they, we gotta keep that. We gotta crap out a movie in the next five uh, five months in order to keep the the rights to hold them. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that's an entirely another topic for maybe another show someday. Where how yeah, like when movie companies because this is something that has happened where they pretty much just crap out a movie to keep which the licensing is crap just because they want to keep the license. Like that's why I, the Spider-Man thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're much into the Hellraiser franchise. I was, yeah. I know they had a few Hellraiser movies where they weren't. Hellraiser movies, they were actually written as another movie. It's just that, was it Dimension or New Line that had the... Weren't they the well, same company for a while? I don't know. I'm I can't sure. keep track. Whoever had, the, whoever had the rights to the Hellraiser, Hellraiser Somewhere franchise. Josh Hadley is screaming at his, at his speakers. <laughs> yes. Um, somewhere, yeah, I know. Uh, whoever had the, the rights, it's like, okay, quick, we got to... Okay, hey, we got this movie script we have access to, so, well, change this, change this, and, hey, now we can make it Hellraiser. So, that's advice. That's a topic for another day. Oh, yeah. So, continuing back on this topic, Hawkeye and Green Arrow, and, of course, this would seem like a natural who would win in a fight conversation because both are archers who've been known to use gimmick arrows. Uh, Both are pictured as being in excellent physical condition. Mm -hmm. And not only that, both of them are also shown as being skilled swordsmen and acrobats as well Mm -hmm. as being skilled archers. So, And both, depending upon which history you're looking at, have had traumatic traumatic youths in some shape or form. Okay, how's that? Backgrounds. I'm not too familiar. I mean, I know that Hawkeye in... Okay, I'm just going by the... So I said uh, depending upon which... Yeah. Because uh, the that we'll probably assume for the the Marvel characters and the DC characters are using pretty much the mainstream mm-hmm. ones, which would be I think Earth One for DC and then Earth Six Sixteen for Marvel. Because uh, I know of course well, the, they're constantly rebooting everything. You can't yeah. keep track. So I said, so I said, depending upon which 
which continuity you're using because yeah. there's about three or four different sto- reboots for Hawkeye's storyline. The current one right now called All New Hawkeye that's only on like issue four. Okay. So um, what traumatic experiences have they had? Well, um, they were depending on the, the All New Hawkeye right now starts with them. Spoilers. <laughs> um, is obviously they were he was orphaned. Ripping off Batman. No, no, not so much like that. And then out in the foster care system and then uh, treated poorly by the foster care Ah. system and then basically ran away with the circus. Okay. Um, And I mean, I'm poorly treated. And then there's the the story now of, you know, Queen having, you know, end up on the island and having to do all that. Because that's actually transit. The story from the TV show is now in the comics. Okay. Because they got to put that in the comics to get the TV show people into their comics so they can make money off of that. So is this way Hawkeye or Arrow? Arrow. Arrow, That's why I said Queen. So it's Oliver Queen. So it's like you look at and they've all got the trauma and there's all kinds of stuff that intertwines depending upon which version of their continuity you're looking at for each character because multiple continuities constantly headaches follow, try to follow Batman's continuity once <laughs> yeah take a migraine pill first <laughs> okay so uh, Hawkeye from what I've known from my research okay he was trained by Captain America mm-hmm. so he, right away he's going to be skilled in hand-to-hand combat I've read that his draw weight for his bow is 250 pounds so he's got to be a strong guy because if you've never fired a bow before I've fired a bow essentially what you know, they do is they have the draw weight where, uh, you know, when you pull back the bow, essentially that's how much weight you're lifting with your... And I don't think he uses a compound. I think he uses a recurve, doesn't he? Yeah, I think... I or think does he, he does. use a compound? I don't well, even know. I think he uses the compound bow in... In the movies, in the he movies. uses a compound, but I'm thinking comics. I don't know. Which, that would certainly impact because with a compound bow, the one that's got the system of pulleys and such, when you pull it back to a certain point, it has it's a let off. Yeah. Yep, where it reduces the weight. But yeah, if you can pull back 250-pound recurve bow, you're a pretty strong dude. He's also been shown as being skilled with improvised weapons. Uh, some of the arrows that I've seen him use, thanks Wikipedia, uh, acid arrows, adamantium arrows, uh, blast, which basically just explosive arrows, localized nuclear arrows. I I don't remember any yeah. of those, but I don't. You have to follow so many different books to keep track of everything, so I don't remember that. But yeah, of course, blunt arrows, uh, bola, boomerang arrowheads, which somehow returned to him. Don't know how that would work. Uh, boxing glove arrows, uh, <laughs> cables, of course, just letting him swing through the air. Electrical arrows, flare arrows, magnetic arrowheads, net arrows, parachute arrows, putty. Uh, pin particle arrows, which decrease or increase the size of an object. How that works when you shoot someone, I don't know. Alice in Wonderland, probably. Yeah. Uh, smoke arrows, sonic arrows, suction cup arrows, tear gas, incendiary arrows, vibranium arrows, and of course his most feared arrow, his USB arrow, that he uses to remotely shut down computer systems. Yep. Yeah. Well, still, if you can shoot an arrow... You know, I need to go back through, looking at that list, and go back through all of my West Coast Avengers individual issues, because I've got like a hundred... There's a hundred and two. And then there's seven or eight annuals. (laughs) I have them all. (laughs) And try to figure out how many of them are in those issues alone, (laughs) because he was in the West Coast Avengers. Yep. So... (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, some of those just seem kind of corny, but... Because I really want to know, I can't remember the context of half of those. Like, the boxing glove arrow. I need to know the context of the boxing glove arrow. Yeah, the... Because boxing glove arrow, that... That's got to be in a... Like, a comedic... It's totally a comedic thing. That's got to be a one-shot somewhere. Like, for, like, a... Like a... Just, like, a seasonal one-shot issue somewhere. Mm -hmm. And moving on to Green Arrow. Yep. So... He has a similar list of arrows, uh, acid, you know, electrical arrows, explosive arrows. Um, some of the other ones I found, a baby rattle arrow. So some of these are probably ones that were just, like I said, gimmicks for one-time well, use. Well, and you got to remember, here's the thing, is Green Arrow in the comics, up until the Arrow comic book came, the Arrow TV show came out, was kind of a cornball. And somewhere Josh Hadley's screaming at me. Um, (laughs) But when you look at him, my husband and I had this conversation in the car last night as we drove home from dinner, is you could walk, you sit and you would look at the the Justice League and it's really really a conversation of who is the worst. (laughs) Is it Aquaman or Green Arrow? There's a competition for Aquaman. which one of you is the worst. Aquaman. Is it, hey, toss me a volleyball bra, or, <laughs> or hey, I'm like a discount uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> Aquaman's worst. <laughs> discount Robin Hood. Aquaman. <laughs> I control fish. <laughs> I can but he can do water. tsunamis. He can? But, I mean, you look at it, you're like, hmm. Or your discount Robin Hood. Yeah. I mean, really, you both are competition for being the worst. Yeah. <laughs> So some of the other ones he's used, uh, buzzsaw arrows. That's pretty epic. arrows. A buzzsaw arrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, kryptonite arrow. Guess who that's for? Rock, paper, scissors, kryptonite. <laughs> Fire extinguisher arrows. Uh, fake uranium arrow. Okay. An EMP arrow designed to disable electronic devices. Drill arrow. Donut arrow. Okay. I want a donut arrow. I'll mm. eat it. Donuts. Nth metal arrow. <laughs> uh, paintbrush arrows. Parachute. Peppermint stick arrow. Quantum arrow. That, that was peppermint stick. That was got to be for a Christmas yeah, probably. issue. The quantum arrow I remember because I'm a big fan of the Justice League Unlimited cartoons. Um, and they had one called Patriot Act where him and Speedy. That one though to use the quantum arrow. It's like green arrow was and that Speedy, Speedy Roy Pirate. Speedy? Uh, they didn't say his real name. They just called him Speedy. It was a him, though. Yeah, it was There's, a him. There were, like, three different Speedies. But it's like both of them fired at the same time, yeah. and it created some, like, electrical pulse between them. Uh, rain arrow, uh, reflector arrow, rope arrow, safe-cracking arrow, smokescreen arrow, sonic arrow, stunner arrow, sun arrow, te- sun arrow, I wonder if that's for vampires. <laughs> Triclamp arrow, umbrella arrow, tumbleweed. Okay, that's tumbleweed? just... That's just freaking ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, fortunately, um, Green Arrow is, even though he does have some ridiculous arrows there, uh, I guess he, in some of the later comics, he's gone back to using just regular arrows, yeah. except again, he tries to shoot to wound as opposed to kill, but fortunately, uh, even if those, some of those arrows are kind of stupid and useless, he has been trained in Judo, Karate, yeah. Wing Chun, and Eskrima. Uh He was trained in swords by the same guy who trained Deathstroke, yep. one of the people who trained Deathstroke. It said that he actually can deflect arrows with his sword. Uh, he can stalk a cougar. He's mm-hmm. stealthy. Uh, he can accomplish a variety of feats. 
shooting 29 arrows in a minute. I'm assuming that's probably, I don't know if that's with accuracy or just like trying to do cover fire. Yeah, I don't know. He can shoot an arrow down the barrel of a gun or split a drop of water. So uh, if we put Green Arrow and Hawkeye in a fight against each other, who do you think would win? Skill alone, I'm going to say Green Arrow. Okay. Um, if just, just on plain skill because of the judo and all of yeah. that. Because he's got more going for him, weapon-wise and everything. Hawkeye's pretty limited yeah. in that skill. Well, he was trained by Captain America, and I, I think yeah, Captain goody America, Yeah, goody-two-shoes Boy Scout. Well, I think Captain America relies primarily on more traditional right. styles, more like just boxing and wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, while, well, you know, he would, if there was a real Captain America, while well, he would no doubt, you know, be a badass. I mean, if you are highly skilled in boxing and, and, and wrestling, yeah, you can definitely be very effective. Originally, I thought Hawkeye would probably win, but I think I'll agree with you that probably Green Arrow because he does have more diverse background. And while and while I I don't follow, I've never followed Captain Captain America real strongly because he's just not my cup of tea. He doesn't strike me as the type that would be real keen on stealth. That isn't mm-hmm. an American Army yeah tactic. <laughs> so where Green Arrow is fond of stealth and staying, you know, that's a big part of his tactic. Is you know, if you're not seen you can get a whole lot further whereas captain america's like america here we come <laughs> you <laughs> so you know? think captain america probably just like charge in there basically whereas, you know okay. he's, well, he's got his adamantium shield where's he going yes <laughs> so okay so probably hawkeye we're guessing or not hawkeye green arrow would probably win this one yeah um another one that you mentioned which we didn't really plan we didn't really uh plan this one out but you were thinking batman versus iron man would be an interesting fight yep Okay. Um, the, the reason I thought this, um, to give a little background, is because neither one of them are technically superpowered in the traditional sense. True. Um, they're not mutants. They're not, you know, um, they're basically billionaires that um, run huge companies, even if they don't technically do anything other than yeah. stand at the helm and go, Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Can I sign my check now? Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to my party. I'm going to go get drunk and find a ton of women. <laughs> Even though, even though okay. uh, technically Tony Stark's been dry now for yeah. however long, but um, they rely on equipment mm-hmm. and their intelligence and their team, whatever their team, whoever their team may be at that given time. Um, that's how I kind of look at it. Yeah. is where they are. Well, yeah, I mean, both are, of course, Iron Man being the Avengers, Batman being Justice League. So, or even his Bat Team, which is his variety of Robins, which have changed through yep. the years and. Uh, you know, Alfred. So, and of course, now Iron Man, I'm not too familiar with the kind of suits that, you know, he his uses. I mean, I know he's gotten several of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are some of the, the main uh, Iron Man suits? Well, they're diff- just different varieties of the same suit for the most part. They just have, I mean, they've always got the repulsors. Yeah. And he's always got his uh, thing, the, the name thing I'm forgetting. Arc beam or? His arc reactor. Thank arc you. Reactor. My brain went <laughs> His arc reactors. We've always got the same sorts of things that he, in some some of them can, you know, they shoot energy, and he's got different. Depending upon what you're reading, there's slightly different varieties, but because it's a metal suit, he's yeah. got a whole lot more to work with 
than, say, Hawkeye does yeah. in the regard of getting punched. <laughs> okay. And then Batman, of course, his main thing, other than being an extremely skilled detective, is a highly skilled martial artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I was He was I'd, trained by the, well, you can call it the League of Shadows, or you can call it the... Uh, um, League of Assassins. League of or... Assassins. Thank you. God, I'm having brain issues right now. <laughs> he was trained by Liam Nielsen. No, no, no. Who also trained Obi Wan Kenobi. I will not. Also... I will not call them the League of Shadows. It's the League of Assassins. Thank you. <laughs> and because I know when Death Battle did theirs, they were saying that you know Batman, he's an escape artist. He's skilled in just about every martial art known to man. Of course, Batman's main thing though is he relies on gizmos and gadgets. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what kind of armor he usually wears. I mean, I know it's at least bulletproof yeah. and stab-proof. I don't know if it really provides much protection against, like, energy blasts. Yeah, I don't... It, well, and it depends upon which v- version of his suit, because, I true. mean, there, it tends to change. I know that in some uh, earlier versions, like, with I think the first time he meets Superman, it kind of... You know, he's not doing too good with that suit because yeah. he's not sure what to expect. And he does, I think, die in a variety of forms at many points and gets somewhat resurrected. I mean, Comic book death. Comic book death. <laughs> not really dead. Remember, dead. no one stays dead in the comics except for Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. But, of course, his main one is his Batarangs, mm-hmm. which he has ones that I've seen in, like, the cartoons and occasional comic book where explosive ones. He has ones that just hit you and, you know, maybe knock you out. There's one I've seen him use that summons bats and that pretty much just swarm around you. And I'm sure, of course, there's others. But I think his main strength is just his his ability in hand-to-hand combat. Mm -hmm. So if we were assuming taking just standard Batman, if you gave Batman time to prep, like if he knew what he was going into, then I think hands down Batman would win. But if we were taking just you know, regular Batman with the equipment he usually carries against the suit that Tony Stark usually uses. Then I would give it to Tony Stark. If 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 Bruce had time to prepare, hands down, Bruce Wayne. Because he's extremely intelligent and Tony relies on his arrogance of and relies on his suit far more than he should. Mm-hmm. Because you look at how many times he gets himself beat down because he relies on that suit and he's always throwing his mouth off. So... So you think you think Tony Stark would win, or I, I think if so? Bruce didn't have time to prepare, if he didn't okay. know it was coming, yes. Okay. If he knew or got wing, got wind of it and had time to prepare, he's got oh this this mechanical man is coming for me. Yeah. Then well, I think he would get a drop on it. See, I don't know. I th- I I agree that yeah, if Bruce had time to prepare, if he knew he was facing a guy who was using a metal suit, he would probably have an EMP battering that would disable his suit or at least severely hinder it. Of course, Batman, of course, is the far superior hand-to-hand combatant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't rely on the suit, so he does have to rely on his wits. One of the things I think it would be close, even if it was just regular Batman, he could dodge the Omega Beam. Mm-hmm. In one of the, the last episode of Justice League Unlimited, Darkseid tries to kill him with the Omega Beam, but like I said, he manages to dodge it, which impressed Darkseid, because he said no one's ever done that before. And still, like I said, you even though... You know, Batman... Well, I would assume Batman, since he he doesn't just fight street criminals, at least in you know the comic books and cartoons, he is used to having to go toe-to-toe with super-powered villains. Mm-hmm. So I think he probably would keep some sort of 
device on him that would be beneficial for going against an armored suit. So that's why I think it would be pretty well, close. And keep in mind, his main squeeze is part of the uh, vigilante. Uh, we don't necessarily like the law, and we do what we want, League of Assassins. Yeah. And I apparently have a kid by her that I didn't, wasn't aware existed. But, Thanks. You know, though I honestly, though, I still think chances are Batman would have won, win. And do you know why? Hmm. Because he's the goddamn Batman. <laughs> well, and even if he died, Talia's taken him back. to the Lazarus pit and drop him in there, and then boom, Batman's back. Anyway, she did it with Nightwing. She'll do it with him. Yep. So, like I said, I, I, I think it would be pretty close, but I don't know. And I Oh, that was a nerdy comment. Yeah. But I, I still think, though, even if... Even for me. Yeah, I still think, though, even if Batman didn't have time to prepare for a one-on-one fight, I still think he would put up a really good fight, just because, like I said, he he is used to going toe-to-toe with powered individuals, and I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that he would carry something on him for dealing with electrical-powered villains or power armor villains. That's what I was looking for. I could see him thinking, even on his feet, like grabbing, like, uh, high-powered electrical wires and, like, like zapping them out. Zap them out. Yeah. yeah, and plus... Batman, he doesn't really... Since he isn't encased in armor, I mm-hmm. think he would be far less careless. Right. Because as you were saying, Tony Stark is, is usually in the comic books, if he's on his own, mm-hmm. he can get his butt whipped because he's arrogant and yep. overconfident. He's very overconfident. And he gets very arrogant and full of himself and relies too much on his suit, which is one of his biggest downfalls. So final verdict? You still think Iron Man or... Yeah, but I like Batman. I like both of them a lot, so I'm not really heartbroken yeah. either way. So, <laughs> well, we've been going for we're getting past the fifty some minute mark. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to go into part three. All right. So yes, uh, how's that for continuity? First, we're going to do part two. Then we're going to do part one. Then we're going to do uh, unexpected part three. So uh, thank you again for listening. And again, you can find me at poigamestudio.com. Please check out Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook. And you can also check out the podcast on Podbean or through iTunes. Now, of course, if you have any ideas for any topics that you want me to cover, then feel free to either contact me through the, my website or through the, the Facebook page, and I'll be happy to consider those. So thank you for joining us, and have a good evening or morning or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are. And well, we didn't talk about, well, we talked a little bit about video games. Happy video game, comic booking, geeky stuff. Bye-bye.